When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The broads were in dreamland, and things were not going well for any of them. Can they find a solution? Is Yolaris really gone? Well, you're about to find out in... The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Clemens as Yulari's Roaring Horn, our half-elf wizard witch. In what realm um, are we speaking of here? Tracy Gibbons as Keela, high-elf bard scald. I cast Cure Wounds on Yulari's. Bianca Zelda plays the lovable tiefling, Maypri the Barbarian. She still doesn't look okay. Kila. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. A young Maypri stares in horror as her best friend begins to transform into a large dragon, black scales gleaming in the light. Yelaris lays on the ground, her charred red hair splayed about her. Ash stirs about her body in the dragon's updraft as it soars upwards. Kila is mid-air, leaping out of the way of a dragon's maw. This way, you all hear. I follow the voice. This way. I take a second to shout at the beast in front of me. Who do you think you are using the likeness of my friend? Your horrible abomination, and I will make you pay someday. And then, while taking some steps back, I'm gonna run and follow that voice. Hilarious. I think with whatever um, amount of my consciousness is still sort of present enough to hear, I'm going to sort of just strain in that direction. find yourselves as the air about you shimmers and warps. You kind of hear this inversion of sound. And then you all three of you stand in a twilight garden carpeted in rich green moss. Painted statues stand in shaded areas clothed in leaves and vines. A still pool stands in the center of this garden. But it is the person who stands behind the pool ringed in stone and moss that catches the most of your attention. You see a tall elven woman, 
her raven hair cascading straight as a curtain down to her waist. She wears a pale lavender gown of silk and chiffon, and it flutters softly in a light breeze. She wears no jewels or adornments, save for a tattoo of what looks like to be a rune on her left forearm. The air is warm, and the breeze that flutters amongst your own gowns feels refreshing. What do you do? I think um, I would first just sort of reach out and try and take uh, Maypri and uh, Akila's hands just to confirm that they're actually there and ground myself a bit. I'll pull you into a hug. Holy shit, it is good to see the two of you. Yeah? Um, (laughs) Are we real? Can I... I'm gonna pat your heads. Yep, these feel like heads. What about your faces? And I'm gonna reach out and start to smush your faces a little bit. (laughs) Yolari's looks burnt. And Yolari's, you do not feel well at all. I cast Cure Wounds on Yolari's. Okay. Now, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You're casting Cure Wounds on Yolari's. What are you focusing on to cure? You said I could see she's visibly burnt, right? Yes. Because I wouldn't know that Yolari's isn't feeling well, so I'm focusing on the the surface burns, like the parts of her that I can see are burnt. Yeah, and they're bad. Like, got caught in dragon fire. Bad. So I, I cast it the second level. I can tell just based on the severity. Uh, so that is 15 points of healing damage. Or not healing damage. 15 points of healing does this bring me up from zero? Uh, yeah, okay. it's going to bring you up to zero. But how... I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you this, Kristen. How much... Because how your hit points are... You're still relatively reduced. Right? What's your total hit points? I mean, the last encounter with that dragon brought me to zero. So I would be at 15 if... if Keel- yes, but what's your total? Oh, 41. Okay, so you're still, like, below half. So how are you still injured? Oh, I think, well, so it was a, um, like, a caustic, like, poisonous um, breath weapon, right? So I I assume that there's, like, sort of an acidic component to that that creates that sort of surface um, visibility. But I think um, with any poison, like, the damage that it does goes deeper, um, so I think, like, there's, like, you can sort of see her, like, not breathing well, like, kind of hunched over a little bit, clutching her gut, and sort of, like, unsteady on her feet, eyes not quite focusing yeah. right. Maybe even her veins look yeah. like a, a darkish color. Yeah, she's pretty pale, so, like, just, like, yeah. extra sort of pale, like, that sort of see-through green skin almost when you're, like, really mm-hmm. ill and, like, dark veins, yeah. Yeah, so, Keela focused on the external physical, so mm-hmm. I think you're lucky, well, Gilaris is lucky because she's kind of vain, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst hair day of her life. When she finds out, she's going to be horrified. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to need a definite haircut. Oh, God. And, but her face is fine. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I can be a good healer on occasion. Like, I just sort of lean on you. <laughs> she still doesn't look okay, Keela. Where are we? Uh, I will take this chance to look around and note that uh, Raven uh, haired elven woman. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Hi. Yeah. Can you? Will you walk over to us? Maybe. Maybe you could help. Maybe we can uh, be friends. This was not how I intended to greet you, she says, and she turns to face you completely. Um, but events have left me little choice. 
I am Queen Orfania, and welcome to my realm. We've heard a lot about you. And I you, Kila. Your friend will be taken care of. I'll kind of hold on to you, Larry, just a little tighter. What, what do you need of us? Can I mean, it's nice to meet you. My name is Maypri. Um, do you have healers? Do you have a bed that we can use? Uh, I'm not really sure I understand what's going on, and I would love just a few, few answers. Like, enough that I can count on one hand amount, please. She steps down a few stone steps, and as she walks, you can tell she's barefoot. And she reaches down and picks up a silver cup, and she dips it into the pool. She cups the silver cup in both of her hands and carries it over to in front of Yolari's, where she holds the cup in front of Yolari's mouth and says, Drink. Okay, um, I will take the cup, and can I just sort of, can I cast Identify on the substance inside it? Yeah, is that... A ritual? I mean, you, it or can it... be cast as a ritual, but I would just okay. cast it as Yeah, is. I mean, you're not going to say, wait <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> no, hold, hold that up. thought. Yeah, no, I'll just cast it as is. Okay. Yeah. You do. You cast it, and it's water. Okay. It's really holy water. Okay. I'll, like, look at it and look at her and take a sip. It is paradise in your mouth. It tastes like the purest water you have ever had. And it spreads a warmth feeling, a warmth, a warm feeling throughout your body. And you can feel it tingling. And you can feel like your blood vessels tingling. But it's a nice, warm, comforting tingle. And mechanically, you are healed. Okay. I will chug the rest of it down. Not necessarily gracefully. A <laughs> little, little bit of spillage down the face. <sighs> thank, thank you. That's, uh, that's much better. <laughs> Indeed. And she takes back the cup and she sets it back down in its little divot in the rocks around the pool. And she slows... Every movement she makes, it's slow and deliberate. It's almost as if every movement she makes is, is made so that her dress flows nicely every which way she moves. I must admit that I did not expect our enemies to be as so bold as to attack you on the way. What was that all about? Who Why are, are they? Enemies? They must be extremely powerful if they're able to transport... Well, I don't want to speak for both of you, but for me to transport me into memory. Mm-hmm. That is some serious fucking magic. No. And that was not that. That was an attempt to get you out to safety. No. Huh. Well, that was still some serious fucking magic. Indeed. God's magic usually is. Now, our enemies are the Lady Seraphil. She has plagued us long, has betrayed, and is a pretender. Pret- 
tender of what? Her crown. Who does it belong to, then? She looks at you, Maypri, and says simply, Me. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are we... Uh, I'm going to turn to Keela and Yalari's. Are we caught up in this? Is this another war we're fighting on behalf of? Apparently. Well, we hope you will. Because we have recently come into the possession of something that belongs to you, Keela. I'm guessing it's probably bagpipes. And it appears they're tuned to you. Mm. We need those bagpipes played. Why? Do you not know what they are? If you did, you would not have asked that question, no. You do not know, do you? I know they're connected to Bahamut. What's your business with him? Bahamut's business is not mine. But someone else you have met and fought alongside of is. Who? The Raven Queen. Oh, yeah. That, that would make sense. And what is your relation to the Raven Queen? It's not much of one now. Time changes things. But that is long past. Can I do an insight check on her? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. After that, like, Council of Dragons and everything, I'm just super, super suspicious of everything, even though that water was great. Um, 19. <laughs> okay, um, you see her mouth tense at that question, um, and you also notice a wave, a very small little just break in her composure. Mm -hmm. Sadness. Okay. She's definitely, there's something there. Mm -hmm. And whatever it is brings her sadness, and she does not like talking about it. Not much of one now, but something you're hoping to repair, perhaps? To mm -hmm. regain? That can never be. She is something else now. Who she was is forever gone. At any rate, those bagpipes will help us defeat the forces of the Queen Seraphil, who is already at my borders. Those give any troops whose side they are on a bolster of courage so great that they are able to fight against, against odds they should not be able to. Oh, wow. Keela, you didn't know that? Have you played them? It always, I don't know, I, I, I played them, but never, I guess never in front of other people. It always felt a bit, I don't know, it felt a bit wrong playing something that was so important. I felt like I was something that needed to be treasured and not used. I guess that doesn't really make much sense, does it? For a musical instrument? No, but... 
Who was your partner to have a weapon like this? Because these sound now less like an instrument and more like weapons. He was always a little um, shy, I guess, when it came to talking about his family. I, I always knew that he never told me the full story. And I guess... When you're young and in a relationship, you let, uh, you let your partner have secrets sometimes. Things you learn about when you get older. Um, Miss Queen um, Urfania, it's not that I, I doubt um, you or your people. Um, the boat ride was terrifying and I didn't trust any of your crewmates. I hate boats. And they were way too nice, and I don't, I don't know if it was just a show, but I, I, don't, I hate that I have to be the one to say it, but I don't think you can just invite us along and ask us to fight in your war. I, I, I know that you have Keela's important instrument, but we need more than this. Can, can you give us some time to confer? Can you give us, like, a group huddle or something? This is a lot that has been put on top of us. Yes, I understand. Do you at least trust me enough to come into my realm fully so that you can confer in safety? I cannot hold this realm much longer. Uh, Oh. And what realm um, are we speaking of here? We are currently in a pocket of the dream room. Ah, yes, that's why it feels so familiar. And where is yours? In Seraphil, where you were heading. I mean, I suppose if we were going there anyways. I trust... I trust the place, not you, yet. Well... I would treat you with kindness, but apparently that is not trustworthy. I mean, I don't know if you've ever stepped outside of your world, but excessive kindness comes off as suspicious because it's often those who utilize that to take advantage of other people. If You spend too much time with humans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> this way. Okay. And she turns and she goes up her steps and she walks through a a mirror. Okay. I'll follow. I will walk after Maypri. I'll follow behind them both, kind of giving one last glance at this realm before I step through. You step through into almost an identical garden. Only in this one, the pool has a horse dipping its head down to drink in the water. And it's like a, a statue of a horse. Okay. <laughs> hey, not a real horse. <laughs> Yo. No, it, it's, <laughs> it's a horse statue that's dipping its head to drink into this pool. But otherwise... The garden is the same as what was in this pocket realm. And there is the mirror behind you. And it shimmers a bit as Keela is the last one through. Before it begins to reflect the, the garden again. Upon your arrival, uh, a bunch of elven people come forth. You can tell they're probably servants. And they come uh, with they all have cloths over their arms draped they all line up and they bow in unison and each one beckons to each one of you as the queen says please bathe and eat and confer I shall see you in the morn and she turns away and she walks down a rose-lined path. 
thank you for saving our lives. I, I really mean it. Uh, Maypri will definitely shout over all of the people that have now gathered. <laughs> so yeah, there's about five. Three of them look like personal servants. Um, and each one wait patiently for each of you. Hello everyone, it's Tracy here, here to introduce our sponsors, Roll20. A lot of us are playing our games from home right now, and if you are, Roll20 is the perfect tool to help bring your online games to life. It's a virtual tabletop that runs from your web browser, and it supports hundreds of systems and rules. I recently used it on stream to run Escape from Dino Island, and it was the perfect assistant for that game because of the custom maps they were able to use and the tokens that were so helpful in really bringing that game to life. If you want to play Escape from Dino Island or any other tabletop game, you can go right now to roll20.net slash start slash broad squad to make your free roll20.net account. Last year at Gen Con, I bought two sets of beautiful dice from Metallic Dice Games. So I was absolutely thrilled when they contacted us and said, hey, do you want to be an affiliate? And I was like, um, yes, because you have beautiful dice. So they have gemstone dice, metal dice, plastic dice, and they have padded dice trays and premium dice bags as well. And I am a big fan of the unicorn dice line because they are gorgeous. I have two sets and I play with them all the time. I get compliments on them constantly. So yeah, go check out MetallicDiceGames.com and you can use the promo code BROADSQUAD to get 10% off all orders. So yeah, that's BROADSQUAD promo code at MetallicDiceGames.com. Please go check them out. We have some new reviews on iTunes. We have My Favorite RPG Podcast, and I've sampled a lot, by Shaktina. Love the rich storytelling and immersive sound effects. Love the strong characters and their foilables, which make them oh so relatable. Love the chemistry between everyone. Altogether, it makes for spellbinding entertainment. Well, thank you. And we have from M.T. Ike, Beware Bodice Booby Traps. Been binging the Broadsword Babes, waiting for the right moment to leave a review. Founded on Season 2, Episode 23, the one where the babes prove there's a 13-year-old boy inside each of them, as they go looking for a booby trap in a bodice, and realize a bodice is, well, it is a sort of booby trap. This show is superb. Well, thanks. And yes, we do have inner 13-year-old boys in all of us. Everyone does. Okay, let's get back to it. Okay, you are each led to your own little private elven glade. Um, and <laughs> in each of the glade, there is a pavilion, like a stone pavilion with gorgeous lattice work and a roof. And there's like four poster beds with lots of curtains that are kind of slightly see-through. So, you know, all the tropey elven shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're it's Elven shit land here. Nice. Um so yeah, you're you're walking through these beautifully terraces and each of your little private glades has like a hot spring. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, carved seats into them. And the servants uh, they bring you to the pavilion. Each of you are brought to your pavilion where you also see there are fresh clothes laid out for you as well as a hot meal. Hmm. Thank, thank you. This is really nice. I feel like we haven't had a hot meal in a while either. Like a good hot meal. Mm-hmm. Now you're all separate. So... 
May Pre. Mm-hmm. So you just said thank you? To the, uh, yeah, individual yeah. that uh, left me my food or was aiding me. Yeah, they they nod and then they stand off in the corner with the towel over their arm waiting. Oh, are you here to hang out with me? And they nod. No. Okay. Uh, can we talk about your day? How was your day? My day was a lot. Yes. Anyone who arrives the way you did is usually a lot. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I eat the food well in the hot springs? I'll try not to get a lot of food in it, but I just... I also might fall asleep. Please. And they pick up the tray with the food, and they bring it down. And they, from behind a rock, pull out a, like, table like a bathtub tray. But it's, like, a tray for that kind of hooks onto the side of the hot spring and then sets your tray of food on it. <laughs> oh, this place is really cool. What do you what do you really like about it here? How how do you feel about um your patriotism? To, that's the word I'm looking for. Would you defend this place? What makes you happy here? It is peace and beauty and safety and kindness and goodness. Why would somebody attack here? Yolaris. Mm-hmm. You are brought in. You see your pavilion. You see your hot spring. Your servant stands in the corner after they ensure that you have seen everything. And they keep their eyes at a discreet downward glance and wait. Um, I turn to them. You may leave. Madame, I am here to ensure that all of your needs are met. And they have been most completely. And now my need is for solitude. I... Would the lady not wish her hair washed or brushed? The lady is quite capable of doing so herself. I require time for silent meditation and reflection. They seem unnerved Mm -hmm. by this because they are definitely not obeying their superior's orders by leaving. And they wander away slowly good um so when they are far enough away that i feel like i have some privacy um i will indulge myself of the hot springs and sort of relax in there, and I will roll a perception check to make sure they're not spying on me. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, the dice are being kind tonight. She's very paranoid right now. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a 20, not a natural 20, but it is a 20. Okay, no one's spying on you. Okay, all right. Um, and I will... Y'all are so suspicious. Yes. How can you not think this place <laughs> isn't suspicious? Yes. Um, and I will clasp my ring and focus on it and twist it a few times and ask it, what are Queen Urfania's intentions? In the steam, you see figures begin to form, and it is like a black and white kind of scene Mm -hmm. made of smoke. 
and you see these figures fighting. There's a great battle. And then... Peace. You see butterflies and birds. You see a chorus of people singing. You see people laughing. You see people with children running in the field. You see people living very peaceful, beautiful lives. sort of like watch it I think um, as evidence of her paranoia she's she's just sort of like peering through the scene like looking for something the thing that's the thing that unveils the like the hidden intent that she thinks she's looking for and not finding it is a little frustrated um, and not sure whether the ring will like how it because she's never tried to like really do that much with it all at once uh, but she's like, oh, kind of twisting and be like then what was the council trying to tell me what were the dragons warning me about And you see images of people darting in corners. You see people whispering into each other's ears behind curtained porticos. You see people conspiring. And their their faces are blurry. Everything about them is blurry. It's like it's more conveying... A a concept than actual events. And as this kind of mu- mm-hmm. not musical, it's like that as this scene plays out you see from a bird's eye view the three ships. You see yours, mm-hmm. you see the two others. And you see there were elves on the other, the main ship that was attacking you. And on its banner is a silver... Did I say silver? It's silver now. Silver flag. Um, and it looks just as fancy as the one you were on, really. And the other one is a lot more plain. It's very much the type of place Maypree would find herself at home on. Um, and it, it's it's mostly like humans. There's some halflings in there as well, and uh, they're fighting between the two of them. Now, yeah, yours has pulled off, and the other two are fighting. <laughs> what are they fighting about? What do they want? And the steam just turns into steam. I think I like splash in the hot spring in a frustrated way. Like splash the water around. And just like, ugh. Lean back. Just as confused. And then, um, what am I going to do? I'm... Keela, what's an object that you were wearing recently that you would have on you that I would have seen? Would a piece of clothing count? Yeah, sure. Like your shirt or... My scarf. Okay. I'm going to cast locate object on Keela's scarf. Okay, how does that work? So... I sort of like snap my fingers under the water and just mutter uh, down to the like little ball of, of energy forming between them. Kayla's dirty scarf. And whew, 
blow it and the little ball if the scarf is within a thousand feet of me um will zip off uh to show me the direction that it is okay. in okay it zips off down the path that the servant went down okay. and the one that you went up to come to it and it zips away cool i'm gonna Are grab you- the what if there's a towel around just wrap a towel around myself and start marching off towards wherever kila was Okay, so you march off, like, looking for the ball of light? Yeah, I want to find Keela okay. and Keela's you, scarf. You see... Um, well, we're going to wait to yeah. see, because that depends <laughs> on what Keela's doing. So you are deposited in the grove, the glade that you have been given. Mm-hmm. What... Do you do? You're there waiting in the corner. I first of all take a moment to kind of take in the glade area because this, the elvishness, for lack of a better word, of this place is really familiar to me. It definitely reminds me of my childhood home, but a much fancier version. So, like, we had one glade of this kind in my childhood home and it was just for our you know like our our town leader and right now I just it it feels nice to be somewhere so familiar but so nice so I kind of take a moment and and circle around the area and take it in and then uh I I turn to my assigned servant and I don't really know what to do because I've never had one of these so I just awkwardly point towards a nearby chair and say uh uh you can leave the towel there and then, uh, that's all. Thanks. Please, let me do my duty. She says. Have a seat. And she points at a very cushiony stool in front of a vanity. Um, okay. And I'll slide into the stool. She begins to unbraid your hair. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. And I'll, I'll, I stand up quickly from the stool. Uh, thank you. But I uh, don't really like anybody else touching. You know, it's I this these braids are it, I put a lot of work into them. I'd rather just take care of myself. Um, I would like to take a, a bath and I need to get undressed for that. So I would like to be in privacy now. Thank you so much. You're really doing a great job. We are accustomed to to bathing our wards. That's great that you are, but I really am not. And she lays the the sheet, like the the linen sheet that they use as towels here, over um a, the arm of a chaise lounge and um slowly walks away and I want to after just a a deep breath of kind of having a moment of being alone I collapse into the chair that's nearest to the hot meal and and take a moment in silence to eat my meal and just think about the situation that we're in it is delicious this food, I mean, especially after so much time in, like, Rashomon, mm-hmm. and then you get to, like, you finally get to the Moonshay Isles, and it's all, like, boiled cabbage and meat pies and stew, you know? It, it's, this, this is delightful. Like, there is some sort of, um, like, poultry that has and it's like a dark meat poultry and it's got Mm. a just really nice blueberry sauce Mm. and there are like grains that are made in a gratin with some hard cheese and garlic and you can just taste a slight bit of dill just to brighten it up 
I just ate dinner, but I'm hungry again now. <laughs> I have not eaten dinner yet, and now I hate you, Victoria. <laughs> well, I'm cutting, and I feel... <laughs> <No. laughs> like, it's all... Sorry, uh, for, for those of you who are not familiar with that term, I know it can seem a little scary. Cutting just means cutting calories um, when you are into lifting. Anywho. Um, yeah. So... I, now I'm distracted because food. Oh, yeah. So that you eat that delicious, delicious meal. And I eat it very quickly. I think I, I the first couple of bites, I think about savoring it, but I'm just so hungry and I'm just enjoying it so much that it's just it's gone within minutes. When it's gone, um, another servant comes walking up the the path. And they they stop. Oh, the madam is not is not bathing. I'm I'm going to now. I just this meal. I couldn't I couldn't wait to eat it any longer. But now is bath time. Okay, we. I I I was sent to to take your clothes to be laundered. Um, I'm not ready yet. Come back in a minute? I mean... Oh, yes, indeed. And they walk around, like, the corner and, like, stand behind a hedge with their back to it so that their back is to you. Oh, well... All right, um, and I will... <laughs> definitely feeling a little bit uncomfortable with the proximity of the servant. I'll get undressed. Meanwhile, you would have had like six servants come in and like scrub you down and wash your hair, give you a massage, but you're turning all that down, so. Nope, I just... The only person going for it is Maypri, yeah. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it's yeah, true. we just cut to like Maypri like, like, with a whole bunch of massage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, there's one person for each hand yes. and arm. Oh, yeah. There's a person doing the neck and shoulders. Another. There's one person for each foot and calf. And like you're just oh, living sitting there heaven. like, oh. <laughs> and then the camera pans back to me and I'm just kind of throwing my clothes everywhere. Apparently that's the only way that I can undress because I just, the pants are in, on one chair, the shirt's on another chair, the scarf is somewhere near the door. It's just the clothes are haphazard. Are there doors? And, uh, oh yeah, uh -oh. I guess they're... We're outside. I, yeah, that's true. Okay. The scarf is near... The hedge. Near the hedge, yes. Yeah. The scarf is thrown on top of the hedge. <laughs> and uh, once undressed, I go into the hot springs... Okay, you go into the hot springs and that servant quickly hurries in and starts gathering your assortment of clothing and takes it off to be laundered. And that's the episode. Keep <laughs> <laughs> uh, creating the most difficult environment for this poor person to do their job. And <laughs> Oh, man. And now Eularius is gonna find the scarf. Yep. Alright, stop. <sighs> yep. Stop this one. All right, next Saturday, so that is June 6th, we are going to have the season finale for you. And then we will have, following that, let me just take a look, take a peek-see. So on the 20th of June, we will have a question and answer period. And we want to hear your questions. We will answer them. So if you have a question for a player, about their character, or if you have a question for about, for me about the lore or things that are happening, please tweet at us at the Broadswords with your questions and we will try to get to all of them. We also have a special guest for our season three premiere on July 4th, and we are super, super excited about that. We will be announcing who it is next week. Until then, stay safe and we'll see you later.
We have some new patrons. Adriana Griffin, thank you. Random Stuff Studio, thank you so much. Caitlin Harrison, thank you. Stacy Babcock, thank you. Thank you, everyone, who has participated in our Patreon. We appreciate it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great Session Zero every week. Look at how long my hair is getting. Yeah. And I straighten it. Your bangs? Yeah. Well, it's all of it. Like I said, is your hair, yeah. Yeah, dang. Why can't I find it in my spells? Come on, show me. Locate spell. I'm excited. I can't wait till it's like shoulder. Ooh, soon. Oh. Well. I mean, in a, a year, year, yeah. My hair tends to grow around five inches a year. Okay. If I just let it. Do you ever take like biotin or anything to help with that? I've heard good things. No. I've never. My hair grows fast. Okay. That's something I don't experience. Like whenever. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> I go to the hair salon, they're like, wow. And my hair's thick and healthy as fuck. And they're like, man, with the amount of stuff you do to your hair. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, I, um, Theme music by Victoria Rogers. Other music heard in this episode. A Most Sinister Kind by Dresden the Flamingo. Luster by Moments. Mystic Wind by Outside the Sky. Quiet Conversations. Acreage. Winds of Change by Fourth Trees. Those songs were found off Soundstripe.com. All sound effects from Soundstripe.com. Other music by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech.filmmusic.io was heard... Cottages and Life of Riley. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.